Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, it's time for Below Grade Level. Watch out! We're right behind you! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we read as kids and read them as adults and ruin them. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Eaton. With me as always is Becca Eaton. Hello. And Chris Zaleski. Hello. How are you guys doing? Man. I know how I know how Becca's doing because I'm doing the same. Because <laughs> we tried to make tater tots tonight for dinner and we and it fucked up. It was bad. Yeah, and that is the only problem we're experiencing in life. <laughs> more, more <laughs> it's like, just the tots and it's nothing just the else. Tots. There's no other st- work stress at all in both of our jobs. <laughs> more like stress. tater not car stress. Oh yeah, I got in a car accident uh, this week. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. Our guest today. <laughs> Sorry. You Nothing for tater knots. Come on. I'll, I'll elaborate. I did like tater knots. Tater, they were I'm tater knots. I'm just dead inside, Chris. I'm sorry. Uh, we have a special guest on this episode, returning champion, Jamie Noguchi. Hello, Hello. Jamie. How are you doing? You can't just drop, I got into a car right. accident and yeah. go introduce your guest. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show. I'm going to derail it from from the, from Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> I got, um, It wasn't bad, and I'm fine. Um it's one of those things that's more irritating than anything else. I got sideswiped okay. on White Marsh Boulevard. Oh. <laughs> this lady just fucking just drove into me, like just changing <laughs> lanes and just drove it. I was I was telling Becca earlier, I was driving. Uh, I, I went to Ikea for work to buy some shit, and I was driving to my office, and I was having a great time listening to fucking Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> I was driving the speed limit. And the next thing I know, I just hear and uh, a fucking car hit my car. Oh no. And to the dulcet town sounds of um, power of love. I screamed. What the fuck? <laughs> he was driving down a one way street. <laughs> driving. Um, Oh shit. Yeah, I uh I pulled over in front of her. Uh for anyone who's not uh listening, who's not familiar with White Marsh Boulevard, it's just a two-lane highway with no yeah. shoulder and there's nope. nothing around whatsoever. So I pulled over in front of her with my hazards on and I'm like you know, frazzled and my first thought is I don't want to be here. Yeah. Uh <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. So I get out of my car and I run over to her car, which is behind me, and I'm like trying to get her to roll her window down, but she will not do. And she's just oh, looking no. at me and she's not rolling her window down. Oh, and all, no. all I'm trying to do is like get her to roll her window down so I can say, Can we go somewhere and pull over uh-huh. to be safer? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she rolls her window down and goes, Ah and points and I look <laughs> up and I forgot to put my emergency brake on, so my car rolled back into her. Oh <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and um and well, how long there, was it rolling back into her before she unrolled the window and she's like, maybe he'll notice. I don't know. I wasn't that far ahead. I like I wanna say it was like five to ten feet. It was not Oh my you know, god, I didn't, your poor insurance companies, how are they gonna parse this out? <laughs> you know how they parse it out? I found out tonight. All her fault, motherfucker! Nice. Full liability! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Now I have to take my car to the Allstate-approved um, location called oh, Crash Champions. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so 
Like, it just sounds like a demolition <laughs> derby lot. Crash <laughs> champion. Really high hopes for my experience. Think <laughs> <laughs> my car fixed. This episode brought to you by Crash Crash Champions. (laughs) Grave Digger. Were you in a car accident and you have Allstate? And you live near Bel Air Road? (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Monster Arena. Monster Jam. So anyway, that's the energy I'm bringing to the podcast. Mm. (laughs) Forgetting Um, to leave your brake on. Is that the energy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking yes. You um, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see you do any better under pressure. <laughs> oh man, that's the worst. Yeah. Well, your brake thing's weird too because it's a button. It's a it's button. It's not like the yeah. yank yeah. thing. I have a weird new like car. A Everything's a button. Car. You just oh, press a. Yeah. I hate it. That's, that's gross. But it's still yeah. a, sh- a stick shift, so you, it's like a necessary thing. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. I drive it, it automatic now. I don't have to worry about that shit anymore. Yeah. Um, Jamie, what was the... Do you remember the last... You were on once before. Do you remember the book you read? I cannot. I don't, but there was like some kind of slumber party. Slumber party. Mm. That could be a lot of... Maybe that was Babysitter's Club. And there was like a... Or Sweet Valley High. There was a pool. (gasps) That was Sweet Valley High. I think that was a really gross one. (laughs) I remember... Jessica getting thrown in the pool yeah. or something. That was the, yeah, that was the really yeah. like upsetting yeah. book. Well, that Jamie, book. you are in for a treat with this one. <laughs> yeah, this is way better, Excellent. for sure. Sweet Valley, you got shit any, on this. <laughs> have you ever read any Christopher Pike before? No. Um, I read a lot of comic books. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I this this entire genre is like... New, new to me. So when gotcha. I was on the first time, I was just like, "Oh, this shit's crazy." Oh yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> this shit Jesus is Christ. turbo crazy. <laughs> this is another Pike level of is crazy. Absolutely wild. This this Christopher Pike shit is the type of thing that I think I can't believe they marketed marketed this to like children, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teenagers. It's it's nuts. I bet um, it sold well too. It probably did. I read them. I, I mean, remember he's reading. He's worked this. for decades. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It must have sold well, or they wouldn't have made Midnight Club. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. say they made a, a TV show out of it. Um, okay, Becca, do you want to um, catch uh, us up on what happened last time? Okay, so last time. By the way, we're reading uh, Master of Murder. Is the yes. name of the book. Master, Master. <laughs> Wh- uh, which, like every Christopher Pike book, it's ambiguous as to. Who that is? Yeah, <laughs> like what that means. We don't have any clarification on Master of Murder as of yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, so last time Marvin and Shelley went on their dinner date. They went to a dinner and a movie. As I recall, I didn't write it in my notes, but as I recall, yeah. he fell asleep during the movie. He did in yes. the movie theater. I don't know why, but he definitely fell asleep. He drove them there on his motorcycle and then fell asleep. I mean, it's like January. In the movie theater. Yeah. He wasn't able to find a car, so they had to drive like in the freezing cold yeah. on a motorcycle. Ugh. So on the way back, they stop on a bridge over the river and have like a weird little heart to heart about how she wants to be a plastic surgeon. <laughs> they go back to her house because her parents are out of town and get in her hot tub. 
and have some absolutely horrific banter. They get in her hot tub fully nude. Fully nude, even though she talks about having like a dozen bathing suits or something. Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth about like, what are we going to wear in the hot tub? And it's the worst flirting you've ever heard. All of the dialogue (laughs) is atrocious. Oh, no. Um... And so then Shelley reveals that she thinks her ex-boyfriend Harry was actually murdered rather than killing himself. Mm. And she wants Marvin to find the killer, even though she doesn't know, as far as we know, that he's a murder mystery writer. So he's just a fucking teenage boy to her. (laughs) Yes. You, boy, find out, As far as we know, like, hey, you're a peer. You can solve mysteries better than the police. So, you saw my boobs, now investigate. <laughs> yeah. Basically. There yeah, was she's a, fully, fully honeypotting him into solving her ex-boyfriend's There murder. was a moment after she confesses, like, I don't think Harry killed himself. I think he was murdered. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sad. I don't want to make out anymore. Yeah. And she starts to get out of the hot tub, and he's like, I'll turn away. And she's like, you don't have to. So oh, he geez. doesn't. He watches her fully naked get out of the hot tub, and, like, specifically the book says, like, that he didn't find it attractive. <laughs> yeah, I even uh, blocked oh, out all of that. It was I really about all of that. Oh. He's like, this isn't hot now that she's sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's the worst. Jesus. It really was. So then he gets another creepy letter in the mail that says she doesn't love you, and he's starting to think that someone is watching him at the post office. Mm-hmm. And then as far as I can tell from my notes, nothing else really happened. If I remember, there was a whole chapter where he talked to his editor that that was nothing. Well, yeah. 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 I think he's he's just continuing to lie to his yeah. editor about the progress on his book, which is nothing. Which is nothing. He has not he has, started, he writing, started writing it writing yet, even book. though it I feel, is past I feel so, I feel so called out right now. <laughs> <laughs> you feel seen. <laughs> You just have to wait for the pl- the power to flow through you, Jamie. Yeah. Jesus, I do. I need the power to flow through me to draw these pages. I'm it's starting just... to think it's just the force. It's just like <laughs> just waiting for the force to like manifest in him. I think he's fully possessed with like a murder demon, oh, right. a murder demon that's also a writer. Or oh, he's just a procrastinating seventeen year old. Probably I, that. I would never think of uh, some rando to investigate my significant other's death. Yeah, no. like, that I would I would call Columbo or like <laughs> yeah, it would be like asking any one of your regular friends. Yeah, yeah, like, like Johnny hey, Chris, Dollar, yeah. Jonathan killed himself, but I don't think he killed himself. I think he was murdered. Chris, will you help me solve this crime? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm, you're the wrong pers- I'm the wrong person to ask that because I'd, I'd be drunk as shit and be like, I totally could solve this crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we are all the wrong person. I'm to a ask detective. That. I don't know. That might you might end up being some sort of weird like drunk Columbo. <laughs> But like, you know, Jessica Jones, Johnny Dollar, like any any other detective rather than rando 17 year old. Yeah. Thought I was hot until I showed him my boobs, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Chris, being drunk doesn't make you a bad detective. Don't you remember the first Christopher Pike book we read? That, fe- uh, that featured a drunk detective. And who was very much Columbo. <laughs> who was he Columbo? He had all those, like, bathroom <laughs> patterns down. Yeah. Oh, my God. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Just one okay. more thing, Mrs. Dufresne. It's- <laughs> Mrs. Dufresne. I don't know I why. I can't do the eye thing. But- I don't know why it's the perfect name to say in that voice. <laughs> it's the, the syllables. Okay, and if, as far as uh, voices go, we've got a couple voices going on. I think uh, I don't remember um, them. when Marvin 
think when Marvin's inner monologue, he's yeah. Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't remember why. Um, but it kind of little, it works. Yeah, his little sister is Bobby Bo- Hill, Bobby which Hill. is basically every child in any of these books. Yeah, <laughs> Spinelli uh, from Reese. There's a guy that we haven't seen in a while since like the first oh, chapter Triad. named Triad, who was just Danny Zuko from Greece. Yes. Oh wow. And yes. then I don't think Shelley really has a voice. No, Shelly's just she's kind of badass and also psycho. She's badass and batshit crazy. Yeah, she's super crazy. I like Kathleen this. Turner, which none of us can do an impression. Uh, of. No. Yeah, <laughs> never gonna, not even gonna attempt. Okay, let's uh, let's find out what happens next in Master of Murder, Chapter Six. Marvin went to the library after leaving Shelly's house. He couldn't solve his own fictional murder mystery, so he figured he might as well try to crack Shelly's. Once at the library, he dug through the year-old stacks of Sessa Bulletin. Sessa is the town they live in. Sessa is the town they live in, and Pella is the town next to Sessa, and it's just, I don't like the names of either of them. Yeah, they're both bad. Are they East Coast, West Coast, West Coast, Midwest? Oh, West West Coast? I think they're in in California. I don't don't remember if that was a guesser. So if he's driving around in January on a, on a bike, it's it's fine. They don't. Oh have, yeah. They don't have weather out there. That's true. It's not the yeah. same as here. It's like it's a. Uh, They're like, oh, it's. It's sixty degrees. Like, degrees. Oh. It's freezing. Yeah. Time for a heavy jacket. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jonathan just hates towns that aren't reused names from the old country. <laughs> what? Like Essex, that makes sense to him because that's a place in England. Uh... <laughs> Oslo, New Hampshire, that makes sense to him because that was a name from the old country. Like, just use the names for the old country. The old Jonathan Bates. Stuff named after shit that was already is here. Is there an Oslo, cultures. New Hampshire? Is this a, Probably new, not. Is this Probably a not. new bit or a cult? It's, I think it's, it's a new no, bit. It's, it's a new thing. It's a new okay, thing. Right. We're just going to go with it. And, all right, I'm going to go with it. I hate it. Like, God a forbid something's thing, named Jonathan. Algonquin. Because Can't you just name it Lancashire or something? Come on. <laughs> we, we, we solved this 200 years ago. <clears throat> Once at the library, he dug through the year-old stacks of Sessa bulletins for articles on Harry's death. He found five. He vaguely remembered reading a couple of them last November. For some reason, even though Harry's suicide had been the talk at school for several weeks, he had avoided involving himself in the subject, maybe because he killed him. That's what you guys think. Um, Two of the articles were accompanied by the same picture of Harry. Nice haircut. Sad expression. (laughs) The kind of photo that would haunt a mother after her boy Jesus was gone. Christ. I Damn. think any photo would haunt a mother after her uh-huh. boy was gone. Yeah, but especially the one where he looks sad. <laughs> and you're like, I should have known. Yeah, that's bad. He had felt, had he felt, had he felt grief at Harry's death? Yes. He could remember being upset when he heard the news. <laughs> I don't know if that's Let the same as grief. Let me plumb the re- depths of yeah. my robot emotions. Yeah. Was I sad? Yes, I do mm, believe kind I of. was. Kind of. He sounds like Ron DeSantis <laughs> trying to be a <laughs> was I, I can smile. A, was I in a fugue state when I murdered him? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> Who's to say? Yet his thoughts had quickly turned to how the suicide would affect Shelley. Hmm. <clears throat> Now at least he knew the answer to that. He could have asked her then, mm-hmm. just avoided her <laughs> instead of trying to help. Basically, when her boyfriend killed himself, he was just like, 
I'm just going to ignore you for a year and then ask you out. Yeah. That's Again, he, uh, they had, so yeah. Jamie, they had dated before this oh, guy. okay. They had dated a little bit and then they broke up, I guess. And they then dated, she dated like simultaneously. I think she was dating both or, of them at the oh, time. Oh, okay. And then he so killed himself and then he was so just yeah. like, you're no fun. So she's asking her ex mm-hmm. to find out why her other ex. See, 100% yes. Shelly, Shelly girl. Yeah. <laughs> you need better ideas, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marvin collected his papers along with the report Shelly had given him and made himself comfortable in the reading section of the library. Oh, yeah. Didn't she have like detective reports or like police reports and shit? Isn't, I think so. Isn't mm-hmm. every uh, section of a library a reading section? That's a great <laughs> question. <laughs> to his surprise, he found two girls sitting across from him. They looked like freshmen reading his books. <sighs> They appeared thoroughly entranced, so he didn't mentally chide them for not buying the books so he could receive more royalties. So he's saying fuck libraries while he's in a library. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, libraries account for a large chunk of book sales, especially for like YA comics and graphic novels. You can't hate on the librarians, Marvin. Yeah, Don't you know Marvin. your market, you asshole? He's 17. <laughs> he does not. Yeah. You have to remember, <laughs> he's a child. He's he, a teenage millionaire. Yeah. But he could be richer. I could have a few more bucks. Yeah. If you weren't a piece of shit, Marvin, you could have all the libraries on lock. <laughs> and they will pay for visits. Like, you could visit, like, you could do the oh, whole yeah. touring circuit. He could do circuit. signings. Yeah. You but then he'd have to give away his identity. Yeah. Well, he could wear a paper bag. <laughs> he could be like a Orville Peck. <laughs> yeah, just wear a mask. Yeah. He could be like Danger Mouse, except for writing, I guess. Yeah. But with the same helmet. Yeah, the same helmet. <laughs> Marvin had a small notepad and pen with him, which he always kept in his pocket in case he had a sudden inspiration or inst- interesting idea for a story. He took them out and laid them on the seat beside him. He decided to read through the newspaper articles first to get an overview. Then he would go over the police and coroner reports. He was a slow reader. <laughs> like many authors, he read every word. I'm not an author. I'm sorry. I read every word of the things like I'm reading. Is that uncommon? Or are, you, are you supposed to skip words? Yeah, come on. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, why, why, why didn't they just say, like most readers, he read every word? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, there have been chapters of books where I skimmed. I was like, I get the but point. But yeah, that's the book's fault. That's or, true. That's the author's that's fault. That's the author's fault. Yeah. It, I, I know this isn't in Marvin voice but it feels like Marvin is writing this it does I was confused earlier because I was thinking it was in first person but it's not yeah because it really does feel like Marvin is telling this story there's but always I think a it's because Pike Christopher Pike is just Marvin oh yeah. okay okay two hours later his reading complete Marvin had a more thorough understanding of the case of Harry Pastor I really hope it didn't take him two hours to read five newspaper articles it definitely did he- he just said he's a slow reader. He read every word. He read every word, one at a time, each word a minute. He studied the kerning <laughs> of the font. <laughs> More importantly was the space between the words. Exactly. Mm. Harry had disappeared the night of Friday, November 12th. 
the last person to see him alive was Triad Tyler. Hell yeah! Uh, hell yeah! I forgot we name. say it's hell yeah. When Triad's we say like triad. a real cool jock dude. So every time we say the name Triad, we go hell yeah. Get ready. Hell yeah. <laughs> According to Triad, hell yeah. they had purchased yeah. a couple of six packs early in the evening, drunk them in Sessa Park by the lake, and parted company close to midnight in front of Harry's house. Triad his, had dropped Harry off. Is Triad like twenty one? <laughs> no, <laughs> probably oh. he was held back. I mean, because cause, yeah, because if they bought the six packs, he could be a dum dum. This oh, was yeah. the nineties. The drinking age was seven. Oh, I, I yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Triad had dropped Harry off. That was the last time Triad or anyone saw Harry Pastor hyphen alive. <gasps> dun dun dun. Harry's body was found floating face down in Sessa Lake the following morning, November fifteenth. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Harry had disappeared the night of Friday, November twelfth. Uh huh. Oh. They drank some beer, parted ways, dropped him off. Last time anyone saw him alive, his body was found floating face down the following... Oh, the following Monday morning. I'm sorry. Oh, so he was there all weekend. He was there all weekend. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. November 15th. Ooh. He was discovered by Sid Green, a senior citizen who often fished before dawn from a rowboat. Oh, Sid. Oh, Sid. Oh, Sid. I found a body. <laughs> Oh, Sid he's all pulled... bloated. <laughs> Stop it. Sid pulled the body to shore and called the police, who arrived 15 minutes later. The officer, Maxwell Farmer, reported nothing unusual about the condition of the body. The coroner, in a detailed report, had more to add. Number one, Harry had a broken neck and a fractured skull. Two, Harry's palms were blistered. Three, Harry had oil stains on his fingers. Four, mm-hmm. Harry had an unusual number of broken blood capillaries in his lower extremities. Lower <laughs> extremities? off way too hard. <laughs> no, what does that mean? Lower extremities. <laughs> Legs? I'm, I'm doing a very, like, low-effort Robert why, Stack impression why, for Unsolved why, why Mysteries. Wouldn't, why wouldn't they just say legs? <laughs> <laughs> it was the coroner's belief that Harry had died by diving headfirst off the cliff into the lake. Although the cliff was not excessively high, 102 feet... The water at the base. I mean, of the cliff. I think that That's would do so it. High. That sounds kind of fucking so high. high. Super duper high. Yeah. The water. We, we climb, and the gym is only 50, 50 feet. So twice that, you fall, <laughs> you die. Yeah. <laughs> the water at the base of the cliff was only fifteen feet deep. It was the coroner's opinion that Harry had struck his head on the soft mud bottom and died instantly. The injuries to his neck and skull formed the basis of this opinion. There were no obvious signs of struggle on the body. Harry had almost certainly not been attacked. The blistered palms and broken blood capillaries, although unusual, were not considered significant. Harry could have got oil on his hands performing any number of tasks before committing suicide. (laughs) Maybe he was making candles. The coroner, however, did not even attempt to address the broken capillaries. The coroner put the time of Harry's death at approximately approximately 12 a.m. Monday morning, six hours before his body was found. But the coroner's like, I don't know. This isn't exactly a science. (laughs) But the the coroner admitted it was possible Harry had died as much as six hours earlier. Cold water. It's a ballpark. It's a ballpark figure. Just a guesstimate. Cold water greatly slowed down the process a body went through in the hours following death. 
Harry had not even begun to show signs of rigor mortis when he was pulled from the lake. As they say, those were the facts. As they say? Who? As they say, Marvin fucking wrote this. Oh my god. <laughs> Unlike Shelley, Marvin found much in the material to make him smell something fishy. To assume well, someone had jumped... into a lake. I mean, yeah, it makes sense that it would smell fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> to say, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He was trying to catch fish with his hands. That's why they're oily. <laughs> All that fish oil. Wait, did you ad-lib that or is that in there? No, I just put that in there. Because <laughs> with these books, you can't tell. Yeah. You really can't. <laughs> to assume someone jumped off a cliff simply because no one had seen him pushed seemed quite a leap in deductive reasoning. But a he could understand. A leap. A giant pushed leap. If we stop at every pond. <laughs> We'll never get through this. But he could of understand the thinking Pike's of the police fall. and the coroner. That's true. I know. I know. They, they were offering the simplest explanation, and in lieu of evidence substantiating a different conclusion, they were going to stick with it, because they lazy bitches. <laughs> and they need to close those cases so they can get their funding approved for the next, like, it all makes sense when you yeah. think about yeah. it. It's, it's it was close to the end of the fiscal year. Look, they just had yeah. to close this case. We've all yeah, seen the wire. Like, yeah, they got to close the cases. <laughs> close them cases, McNulty. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin could also see that it would be next to impossible to prove that Harry was pushed, no matter what research he did. You could just go to the fucking cliff, you fucking idiot, and look <laughs> at the fucking site. Come on. <laughs> if a witness hadn't come forward It was forward years yet, ago, though. Oh, it? it was one year or ago. One year ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess the crime scene is all tainted, tampered. Yeah. It's it's makeout cliff, so like all these kids <laughs> just scuff it and stuff. All yeah, all the grass is just matted down. <laughs> oh, there's way more bodily fluids here than we anticipated. <laughs> no wonder his hands were oily. <laughs> <laughs> if a witness hadn't come forward yet. He or, she, he or she was not going to come forward. It was a shame in a way. The most likely alternative scenario was practically closed to him before he could begin. Yet he was more open to the idea of murder than before. He had been wrong to tell Shelley that since the police had closed the book on the case, it should remain closed. Maybe Harry hadn't jumped or been pushed. Perhaps there was a third alternative. Aliens. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Marvin was frankly surprised Shelley hadn't informed him of these other mysterious odds and ends. Of course, she wasn't the amateur sleuth he was. Don't the fucking oil... nag Shelley. <laughs> yeah. But that's what he loves doing. <laughs> the oil stains on Harry's palms could have come from anywhere. That was true. At this point, it would be fruitless to speculate on them. Later, though, they might be important. Write that down, everybody. <laughs> Oily hands. Foresha foreshadowing. Yeah, right? So tell me again how you got the oil on your hands, Mrs. Dufresne. <laughs> Check out. <laughs> Check oil hands. The broken blood capillaries in Harry's legs were also difficult to fathom. Marvin hadn't a clue what could have caused them. He would have to do more research. The blistered palms, on the other hand, were intriguing from the start. Mm -hmm. Both the coroner and the police said there were no signs of struggle on the body. 
It seemed to Marvin a narrow perception on their part of what constituted struggle. If a man was thrown into a dry well and held hit and and held prisoner, and he tried to climb out, he would probably get blisters. Wait, what? That's Wait, a thing. A person. It was that's the these. first thought about how to get hand blisters. Remember it's how? In a well. <laughs> I don't was, think you'd get blisters trying to climb out of a well. I think you'd get scraped you'd up. Scraped up, yeah. It, it was the early nineties. People were falling in wells all the time. Dry Your wells abounded. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah. The well. I didn't see a well in the previous. Come on. <laughs> the well endemic. <laughs> the, well, the well endemic. The blisters would be a sign of struggle in response to an indirect physical attack. All right, Marvin. I hate Marvin, him so Marvin's much right now. Marvin's I do a not. Piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, I do not have the patience for Marvin. Right, Mar- I, Marvin I is have, a detective Conan here. I already have another theory. Maybe yeah. someone it? with a lighter and a can of uh, Aquanet sprayed it at him <laughs> while he was on the edge of the cliff and hit his hands as he like, fell oh, backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blistering yeah. his hands. Yeah, and, the, and he fell backwards. That's how I'd do it. That's a lot more likely than a fucking well, Marvin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no well, Marvin. Was it... Oh, my God. Guys. We didn't see... The, this is like season five of Sherlock where they don't give you any clues <laughs> and then he pulls out the answer out of his ass. We don't see a well, Marvin. You haven't told us anything about the well, Marvin. It's not in the police report. It's not in any of the reports. The five fucking reports that take you eight hours to read because you read every fucking word, Marvin. He really wanted to get the feel of them. But hey, Jamie, was it possible Harry had been kept captive somewhere before he was killed? <laughs> The, the only person who would think that would be someone, <laughs> someone who kept who, him captive yeah. himself. But they said yeah. the last time we read this book, they were like, well, you know, uh, well. A- authors, well, actually, well, uh, actually. <laughs> authors who write murder mysteries, they do think a little differently about murder because they think about murder all the time. Dun, they're dun, kind dun. Of, they're honestly, they're better equipped to like. To, like solve murders. Uh, Yo, Marvin fucking like, did it. Talk, yeah, Marvin, Marvin 100% did it. Um, the missing time between when Harry disappeared and when his body was found was intriguing. Although, I will say again, uh, aliens. Yeah. Missing, missing time. Marvin yeah. could not believe he had been unaware of that fact at the time of Harry's death, yet he had absolutely no memory of it. Well, Marvin, it seemed like you Wait, didn't really give a what? shit about Harry's death. <laughs> Marvin can't believe he was unaware of that fact. What the fact specifically? In, in the, 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 time. Time, the lost time. Oh. But, but I'm just saying, like, by Marvin's own admission, he didn't really care. He didn't really give a he shit. He didn't really yeah, give a he shit. Cared. He didn't care. He was just like, he oh, was... Harry killed himself. That sucks that I can't date Shelly anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Harry met Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um... <laughs> Marvin jotted down two dates, Friday, November 12th, the day Harry had disappeared, and Monday, November 15th, the day Harry had died. I am getting fucking flashbacks to the first Christopher Pike book. Are you taking notes, listener? Yeah. I'm writing Friday or Monday, question mark. I'm not going to know what that means later. Someone died and a detective investigated, and there is literally a map in the book, like, here's the map of the apartment. Uh, oh, no. And it was like, did, what did we you, know so far is that with track? the rate of decomposition is that he died on Sunday. He either died earlier on Sunday or later on Sunday. That's all we know so far. Okay. So, uh, 
when when uh, where had Harry been on that <sighs> intervening Saturday and Sunday? Marvin mm. thought, and it took him several minutes to remember where he had been. Yeah, any he of killed those him. days. Yep. Finally, yep. he remembered. He, Marvin, had been out with Shelley the day Harry had disappeared, oh. and there was one other small point. Becca, tell us what it is. Ooh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I'm only laughing at how stupid it is because I'm not going to ad-lib this. November 12th. That's Shelly's birthday, for God's sakes. <laughs> for God's sakes. For, for God's, God's sakes. sakes. How could he have forgotten such a crucial event on such a critical day? It boggled Marvin's mind. <laughs> If he were a psychiatrist, he would have said he had subconsciously blocked the information. Yeah, it's probably. I think that's exactly what happened. But he wasn't yeah. a psychiatrist. I think he, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. a mystery writer. He returned to the facts. Writers love facts and nothing else. If there was <laughs> your feelings. <laughs> yeah, if there was a murderer, he needed suspects. He had Look gone in out. The mirror. <laughs> right. He had <laughs> gone out with Shelley Friday night to celebrate her birthday. Curiously enough, they had done almost exactly what they had done the day before. They had ridden to Pella on his bike, eaten dinner, seen a movie, and driven home. The only difference was that they had not stopped on the bridge, nor had they climbed into the hot tub together. Where was Harry that night? The newspapers and police report said that he was out with Triad drinking beer. Hell yeah. In Hell any yeah. murder situation, the last person to see the victim alive was immediately a suspect. But Marvin's memory, now that it had got a jump start, was suddenly coming up with all kinds of interesting little details. Triad could not Hell be a yeah. suspect because yeah. Harry had died sometime between 6 Sunday evening and 12 midnight. And during that time, Triad had, yeah. triad had been yeah. in a medium-sized town. What? What does that even mean? What the what? fuck? He had been in a medium-sized town 50 miles east of Sessa named Canteen. What are the names of any of this shit? What? What is a medium-sized town? It's is like, Sessa a small town? Oh. <laughs> I don't even know. God it's, damn it. The way it. he names stuff is truly baffling. Yes. It feels like it's all like... It, like it's some kind of allegory, but it's too confusing to make any sense. Like triad and canteen. Those aren't the names of people or places. Oh, my God. So, so when you guys first told me that that dude's name was triad, I was like, well, there's the only Asian in this story. That's too on the nose. <laughs> the football team had been in the playoffs and the game had been postponed from Saturday night to Sunday night because of poor weather. Not that the delay had helped much. It had poured throughout Sunday's game, and then afterward, after Sessa had been soundly defeated, the Sessa coaches decided that because of the rain, it would be better to bust the players home on Monday morning. All right, bad joke alert. I, I feel like uh, <sighs> Marvin and Shelley have ridden their bikes out to Pella tons of times. Yeah. It's a bad joke. Oh, but, that took me but I had so to long. Get <laughs> to get it. I had to get it out there. All right, anyway. Marvin I, I, I applaud that one. That was good. Like <laughs> Marvin had not gone to the game, but had heard about the particulars at school on Monday. When Harry's body had been discovered in the lake, his absence from the game had naturally been discussed. Of course, if a guy was about to kill himself, he didn't usually go play football beforehand. 
Marvin decided to check on whether Triad, hell yeah, had hell spent yeah. Sunday hell night yeah. with his football buddies. But he was already confident that Triad, hell yeah, could not have killed Harry. <laughs> if Harry had been killed, which, a few curious details aside, he probably hadn't been. But for the sake of his investigation, Marvin had to assume temporarily that there had been a crime. Oh, oh my, my god, god, what a fucking word count sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Why else would he continue it? Hmm. I need a scroll. Oh, sorry. I lost the place. He needed more suspects. Who had hated Harry? Harry had been a loner. The only people close to him had been Shelly and Triad. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. And Shelly wouldn't have killed Harry. And Triad, hell Hell yeah, yeah. couldn't have. The only person Marvin could think of who had any motivation at all to murder Harry was he, Marvin. Yes. Yes. For the love of Shelly Quaid. That was a great reason. Waste the competition. (laughs) Marvin chuckled aloud at the thought he would have remembered something like that. Would you (laughs) have have remembered? Would you? you? (laughs) I need to borrow again. Borrow again. Marvin got up and went to the payphone at the front of the library. He checked the white pages, which is the thing that current listeners that are Gen Z have no idea what it is. And oh, found, it's better this way, though. It's honestly, I way. don't remember the difference I, between the white pages yeah. and the yellow pages. What were the... the yellow white pages, pages business? businesses. White, no, pages, white pages, wait. people. Or oh, one wait, or yeah. the other. Yeah. Yellow yeah, pages, yellow were, pages were the businesses. Right. White, the white pages were people? Weren't yeah, white pages, pages were people. Oh, uh, that's... Kelly Blue Book, that's for cars, oh. which you should be familiar with. <laughs> he checked the white pages and found <laughs> Sid Green's address, the elderly gentleman who had discovered Harry's yes, body. Sid Green. He okay. considered calling, but decided to drop by. He was pretty certain old Sid would have nothing valuable to tell him. Don't diss Sid, So go waste Marvin. his time in person? Yeah. Look at Sid, that cat. Look at that cat of yours. Sid is adorable. Sid, Sid is the goat of this entire I'm book. Really hoping for a sentence of, I'm sorry, Mr. Green, I have one more question. <laughs> Sid Green was sitting on his front porch reading with, did I say that weird? Sitting on his front porch. French porch. I did say that weird. <laughs> French. Sitting French, on his front porch. His French front porch, <laughs> reading a newspaper when Marvin arrived. I thought it was going to be like a uh, Law and Order thing where he's just like at the docks, like moving boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you doing there? Oh, I'm moving these boxes. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> he had to be in his 70s, going by the number of wrinkles on his face. But okay. he wasn't decrepit because yeah. when, when you're, you're 70, you're a fucking corpse. <laughs> That's how you can tell. Yeah, count yeah. the wrinkles. <laughs> Marvin was reminded that here was a man who went fishing before dawn, and if the police report could be believed, had single-handedly dragged Harry's body from the lake. You know why? Because Sid is a goat. He's fucking <laughs> strong as shit. He's pulling that boat out every morning, grabbing them fit. Come on, man. Come on, Marvin. He's Shut our the hero. He's like, this isn't the first body I've had to pull out of this lake. Yeah. <laughs> What can I do for you, young fella? Mr. Green asked, setting aside his paper. He had a huge package of red licorice because, of course he did, (laughs) resting in his lap, and what appeared to be a good wad of it in his mouth, because he's trying to quit tobacco. Yeah. Everyone knows old Sid is a victim of the rope. (laughs) (laughs) A victim of the rope? Jesus Christ. 
He chewed his licorice slowly with the a satisfaction. Call him hanged men. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> with the satisfaction of a six-year-old boy. It was a cold day to be sitting outside and reading, but Mr. Green was bundled up in a fat wool sweater that Mrs. Green had probably knitted for him when they were courting. That's courting. a leap. Maybe he just bought a fucking sweater. Yeah, come on, Marvin. Shut the fuck up. No, that sweater is 50 years old. <laughs> Marvin came up the steps and offered his hand. My name's Marvin, Marvin asked, shaking. Marvin said, shaking the gentleman's hand. I was a friend of Harry Pastor. Do you remember him? Mr. Green reached for another red licorice stick. I haven't found that many dead bodies in my days while I've been fishing. Not I that many. Not that many. Not, not more than one. one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say zero. If I had a nickel. <laughs> I remember that little fucker. Never saw such blue cheeks in my... What? <laughs> what cheeks are you looking at, Sid? Both of them. Fish cheeks. Sid. Fish Sid. cheeks. Oh, Sid. 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 I don't know if Sid is the goat anymore. <laughs> he took a bite of his candy. I'm sorry, young fella. Shouldn't have spoken of him that way. You said he was your friend. Yeah, but I'm over it. <laughs> the, <laughs> That's the, what it says. Yeah, that, that one, I didn't make that one up. Wow. Yes, but I'm over it. Uh, the grief, I mean. <laughs> Marvin glanced up and down the street and wondered what the hell he was saying to this old fuck on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> quizzing a 70-year-old man. Jesus Christ. God. Fuck you, Marvin. Oh, my God. He continued, but I still have some questions about the way Harry died. I, I was wondering if I could ask you about what you saw that morning. I saw a young boy floating face down in the water. <laughs> hell, I don't know what else to say. What do you want from me? So old. <laughs> He was dead as a firefly in a snowstorm. You ever seen a firefly in a snowstorm? That's right, because they're all fucking dead. Of course you haven't. <laughs> Did you actually pull him out of the water? Mr. Green. You see them guns, you dumb fuck, Marvin. <laughs> Mr. Green nodded with pride. Uh, that I did. Hooked my line onto the collar of his leather jacket and rode us both to shore. And then I made a joke about, oh, caught me a big one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong ass line, man. Yeah, I know. Got my wind up doing it, but I couldn't leave the lad floating out there. Mr. Green sighed and shook his head and had another bite of licorice. <sighs> they say he jumped. What a pity. I'm so glad I got so many of these lines. I'm glad you did too. This is so good. There's no I'm way so I'd be jealous. doing this voice. When I was that age. When I, when I was that age, the only no, thing I thought about was girls and sex. Sex no, with Sid. girls. No, Sid. I'd spend all day thinking about them. Not that I ever had sex. No, sirree. Just my hand and me those days. I don't know what's wrong with young folks nowadays. They can have all the sex they want, and they still ain't happy. Makes oh, no, no sense to me. Wait, Holy why couldn't he have sex shit. then? Why is Sid an incel? Oh. Yeah. I don't uh, like Sid anymore. That, Fuck you, Sid. That was baffling. <laughs> but what? None of that why was couldn't he have sex back in his day? Uh, that he, is unclear. It's not that he couldn't. It's just that he didn't. But oh, he envies young people because they can. But what stopped him? God. Uh, 
Sid, Sid no, no, no. Is he? He's, he's he doesn't envy them. He's, he's like stronger they, than the rest. They're of all them. fucking, and they're not happy. Sid, Sid would have been there. Doesn't at make January him happy. 6th. He would have been at the Capitol. I, Sid. <laughs> no, Sid. Still. Sid, I, I, I don't know about this. Sid. If you ask me, uh, America used to be great, and I want to make it great again. <laughs> God damn Sid, you, Sid! No. <laughs> It makes no sense to me either, Marvin said. <laughs> I was just in a hot tub with a naked lady, and I was sad. <laughs> I've read the police and coroner reports on the case. They say there were no obvious marks on the uh, struggle on the body. Do you remember any? Mr. Green thought for a long moment. Can't say I do. Do you remember the blisters on Harry's palms? Why did he have blisters? I don't know. I don't remember no blisters. <laughs> they were there. You probably just missed them. Marvin was already losing enthusiasm for the interrogation. However, mine was at a peak. Well, yeah, like, he's bored. This should be more fun. Yeah. Talking about this dead guy. Like, ah, this guy's yeah. so old. I'm bored. Ugh. What was Harry wearing when you found him? Mr. Green had to think again. Like I said, he had on a brown leather jacket and I think a sweater underneath. The jacket was puffed up, if you know what I mean. No? Uh, no? I don't know what kind of pants he was wearing. Full of crawfish! <laughs> but I there? saw his cheeks. <laughs> yeah. It just, the blue cheeks were so stunning. Yeah. I couldn't notice the <laughs> pants. So blue. <laughs> were there so any stains on his clothes, Marvin asked? What kind of stains? He was wet! Any stains. Food stains. Oh blood stains. I didn't say he was bleeding. I understand that. I was just asking about the condition of his clothes. Look, I should leave you in peace. I'll yes. go. If you can think of anything, you can call me at... There were some marks on his jacket, Mr. Green interrupted. Marvin paused. What kind of marks? Mr. Green gestured to his armpits. They were like burns <laughs> on the leather. <laughs> the leather had been burned? No, not actually burned. It was more like the leather had been rubbed raw. Excuse me? By what, huh? Marvin asked. I don't know. Teenage friction. Could you give me any more details about the marks? Did they Teenage wrap around the chest friction. under the <laughs> armpits? Friction. Yes. How thick were they? Narrow. Narrow, Marvin repeated. We're hitting a word count here. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was his internal monologue, Sam Elliott, or his external monologue? Internal monologue. Internal. <laughs> the italicized. We decided it was just too much Sam Elliott for yeah. it to be his his spoken word. Yeah. Were the marks on the back of his jacket as well? I think so. You're not sure? No. Maybe. Yeah. I think there were marks there as well. He's old. Marvin considered. Mr. Green. Could those marks have been made by a rope? <gasps> I don't know of any rope that would burn leather like that. If the rope was scraped across the leather again and again, <laughs> it might. Marvin moved the leaves. Thank you, Mr. Green. You've been most helpful. Who would just be rubbing rope back and forth under his I armpits? Don't, I don't know. <laughs> Here, Chris, you can read. You can go to the next one, too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Chapter 7. Marvin went to the pastor residence next. He called Harry's mother ahead of time. He wasn't sure exactly what Shelley had told the woman and didn't want to do anything that might add to her grief a year later, but Mrs. Pastor said she'd be happy to see him. She was a good-looking woman, 
Which is not surprising, giving her son striking looks. She was also relatively young to have had an 18-year-old son. She must have had Harry in her late teens. She Uh, let Marvin in and offered him a cup of coffee and a plate of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, which he accepted gratefully, because why the fuck wouldn't he? Marvin cannot not comment on every woman's appearance, including his little sister. Yeah. You. I feel like that's a very common thing for male writers in general. Yeah. I remember what what was it that book, Chris, you had me Um, read? uh, Stormfront by Jim Butcher. Yeah. Every woman we had to know exactly, like basically on a scale of one to ten, how attractive she was. Every single fucking woman ever. Any yeah. detective book, it's like a requirement. Harry's mom breasted boobily down the stairs. <laughs> yes, exactly. And titted me some cookies. <laughs> they sat at the kitchen table together, an old hand-carved wooden clock ticking above their heads. Shelley says you two are good friends, <laughs> Mrs. Pastor remarked as she brought the coffee pot to the table. <laughs> Cream or sugar? <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, both, thank you. Yes, that's true. I've known Shelly since high school. I mean, since the beginning of school, he added. I knew Harry as well. He was in my chemistry class. She smiled quickly, and it was sad to see the pain still at the edges of her smile. Harry always liked chemistry. <laughs> Marvin tried that's one wonderful. of the cookies. <laughs> he was an excellent student. She spoke with too much pleasure. Wasn't he, though? He would read those textbooks like they were Max Slate's Christ. Who the Ma- fuck is Max Slate? Oh, that's, that, that's, that's his, his pen, pen name. name. That's Marvin. Oh, his okay. uh, nom de plume. Ah. Max Slate. Marvin almost gagged on the cookie. God. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> y'all right, Marvin? He cleared his throat and reached for his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just get choked up sometimes when I choke on my food. That's the best s- thing I've ever and read. I'm a writer. <laughs> he took a sip of the steaming, uh, steaming beverage. The woman made excellent coffee, and Marvin was something of a connoisseur when it came to the. Of stuff. course, he fucking was. God. He drank gallons of coffee when he was riding at full speed because he was a hipster. <laughs> yep. You must be wondering why I wanted to see you. Mrs. Pastor's hands shook as she raised her own cup to her lips. Shelley said you were checking into where Harry was the Saturday and Sunday before he was found. That was part of what he was doing at Mrs. Pastor's house, <laughs> but the other part was he was checking out Shelley's mom because he was so horny. Yeah. <laughs> or Harry's mom, whatever. Um, but he hadn't told Shelley that. Shelley had obviously read the material as closely as he had and was anticipating his moves. Yet she was vague when he had questioned her about the reports. He found that curious. I'm trying to learn where he was, yes, Marvin said. Do you have any ideas? I'm afraid not. <laughs> Didn't we establish that she's young and hot? <laughs> You're um, all doing this old ass voice for I don't, her. I don't understand oh, shit, your I'm question. Sorry. I don't understand your question. It's like the hottest voice I've ever heard. I forgot, I forgot she was young and hot. <laughs> oh, yes, please, young Marvin, help me out of my bodice. <laughs> I oh, am <yes>. 22. <laughs> oh, and do put away my bustle. 
She'd well, probably be like 30 ish. Well, 30 in the 90s is like 80 today. So, <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not what 30 year olds sound like. <laughs> in the 90s. <clears throat> Triad, hell yeah, says he dropped Harry back here close <laughs> to midnight. Did you hear Harry come in? No. But Harry was fond of staying out late on the weekends. She shrugged. It was more of a tremble than a casual gesture. What the fuck? He was grown, a grown boy. I often went to sleep before he came home. Look at how good my body is. Do you believe Triad when he says Hell he yeah. brought Harry back here? <laughs> Mrs. Pastor blinked. Of course. Those two were the best of friends. They've known each other since they were toddlers. Triad, hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. wouldn't have lied about something like that, dear boy. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't have. Do you have the jacket Harry was wearing when he died? Pardon? Harry's leather jacket. Do you have it here in the house? Yes. Could I see it, please? Marvin asked. Mrs. Pastor stood unsteadily. I think it's in the garage. <laughs> Could you give me a minute? I sure. was hoping you would say garage. garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you hear my hesitation when I decided <laughs> to say the word a different way that I was already saying? In my head, I was like, you know how to say it. You know how to say it. You know the funny way to say it. Say it funny. <laughs> say it funny, clown dance. Say it funny, you little bitch. <laughs> Harry drank his coffee and ate his cookies while Mrs. Pastor was gone. He felt guilty for even being in the house. He believed it was because he was in love with the girlfriend of the woman's dead son, where actually, though, it was subconscious guilt because he's the one who killed Harry. Yes. Where actually, but he was in love with the woman's dead son. <laughs> that too. And uh, he's adding on to it, wants to fuck the dead son's The dead son's mom. mom, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And maybe uh, the dead son. We don't know. We don't. Uh, we yeah. don't know. In fact, if he was totally honest with himself, one of the main reasons he was conducting his investigation was to keep Shilly happy so that she would sit. So that she, <laughs> bro. So that she would. Bro. What? <laughs> so that she would sit naked in the jacuzzi with him again. Oh. Bro. Not at bro. That was just written. to get you to do the task. She's already done. She it. already honey potted you, you dipshit. Yeah. But didn't but didn't he say that he wasn't horny for that anymore? Well, when she, well no, after she got sad. Only after she got sad. It wasn't hot oh. when she was sad. Oh. It's only hot when she's not sad, Jamie. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I see. There was a lot of like. Touching I guess it would be parts. pretty shitty if he still thought it was hot when she was sad, but it was still a giant bummer of a scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're pretty when you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. There was a picture of Harry on the wall in the kitchen. It stared at him with accusing eyes, and so I am bet. I. Yeah. Here it is, Mrs. Pastor said as she re-entered the room with a badly stained brown leather I don't know why, jacket but I'm in her arms. That it's still dripping wet. <laughs> just like a year later. It it's does just seem like moist. something you wouldn't yeah. keep, like the jacket no. someone drowned in. No. <laughs> no. I'm still imagining the picture leather on the jacket wall. Someone if you drowned were wearing. In, a very specific piece of clothing and you died in it. Mm -hmm. I would not keep that clothing. Uh -uh. I wouldn't keep it as like a memento uh -uh. of the death. Yeah. That brings you know? back bad memories. That's bad. Every time yeah. I'd look at it, I'd be like, 
I uh, want to die. No, Aww. I would keep your Letterman jacket or like your yeah. stupid ass trophies that are too big and well, take like, up too much yeah. space. Well, like if you like, drafted it and like the coroner was handing it to me, I'd be like, "Ew, gross! Why would I want this?" Yeah, there's like yeah, there's marks all over it. Like I don't know, it looks like he struggled. I'm still picturing the uh, the picture on the wall that he thought was accusatory. It's just like is it him just like pointing his finger with piercing eyes. Just like, <laughs> no, it's it one of those you. pictures. It's one of those pictures where the eyes are cut out and Harry's dad is behind. Oh no! And he's, and he's just following Marvin with his eyes. It was you, wasn't it, boy? <laughs> she handed it to him quickly, glad to be rid of it. The water had done a number on the jacket. The leather felt like parchment under Marvin's probing fingers. The marks were as the old man had described and Marvin had pictured. They circled around the chest, under the armpits, to the back. It was true they could have been caused by a rope scraping against the leather, yet now that he had the jacket in hand, Marvin couldn't imagine how Harry could have been successfully tied up for two days and made the marks fighting against his binds. There were no rope burns around the waist or anywhere except for the single line of marks on the upper portion of the jacket. Surely a murderer would have more thoroughly tied Harry up if he'd wanted to keep him in one place. You'd also think he'd take off like a loose jacket before tying someone up. You could just shimmy out of that thing. Yeah. 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 Like put him down to a T-shirt or something. Yeah. Yet Harry had had those blisters. Rope could give a guy blisters. <laughs> sure can. <laughs> sure. Did he have a sweater on under this when he was found? Marvin asked. Yes, Mrs. Pastor said. Why do you ask? The jacket would have been enough to keep him warm during the daytime. But at night, he'd have needed a sweater to be comfortable. I would think the opposite yeah. of that You're sentiment would be true. Yeah, California. It doesn't get. He's just wearing like no cold. shirt and a jacket all day, and then at night he puts on a sweater yeah, under yeah. the jacket. What? What he was also thinking was that the coroner had made no mention of the rope burns on Harry's skin, which could have been the case if Harry had been tied up for a couple of days, as long as he'd been wearing enough layers under the jacket to protect his skin from the rope. I'm bored now. Lo- I'm this losing. is the bathroom I'm, all over again. Yes, I'm losing the thread. <laughs> Marvin added. What was Harry wearing when he went out with Triad, hell Hell yeah, yeah. Friday night? I don't know. I didn't see him go out. I'd gone to dinner with a friend. But Harry often (laughs) wore this jacket. It was his favorite. (laughs) Did it have these marks on it before he died, Marvin asked? Which is not a question you ask someone who that's, lost the child. Yeah, that's God a weird damn. way to phrase that. If you're that. not a, an actual cop, like, you don't... Yeah, ask why is this lady, like, humoring like, this Yeah, like, fucker. yeah, putting up with yeah. this. Because he's Marvin. Uh, no! Did you ask them? Yes! <laughs> they said they weren't important! Mrs. Pastor paused. Do you think they're important? Maybe. He set the jacket aside. Would you mind if I kept the jacket for a few days? You know, for mm-hmm. stuff? Mrs. Pastor hesitated. That would be fine, but please bring it back when you're done. I need to put it back in the shrine. (laughs) I will, I promise. Mrs. Pastor looked uncomfortable, understandably so. Yep. Yeah. Forgive me for asking, but why are you checking into the details surrounding my son's death? Shelley asked me to. She must have told you. She believes Harry was murdered. He's just like putting everyone out on blast. (laughs) (laughs) He's a terrible detective. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mrs. Pastor stirred her coffee. She mentioned that to me. This is getting fishy. Um, Mrs. Pastor, <laughs> can I ask you a delicate question? What kind of underwear are you wearing? She looked up. You want to know if I think my son committed suicide? <laughs> I'm sorry, Marvin muttered. She's so embarrassed, fancy and British. <laughs> embarrassed at the position he had to place both of them, he had placed bo them both in. Mrs. Pastor glanced at the picture of Harry on the wall, but now the boys' eye—the boys' eyes. Boys' eyes. The boys' eyes. <laughs> now the boys' eyes weren't so accusing. I don't think any mother could believe her son would take his own life. Mrs. Pastor said softly. Harry died a year ago, and I wonder if I believe it yet. A shudder went across her features. But if you're asking me if Harry was unhappy, I would have to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what he was unhappy about? Marvin asked. He remembered Shelley's comment to him on the couch. I went out. I, I can't do it. I went out with you. But surely that wouldn't have been reason enough to push Harry over the edge. Not unless the guy had a deep sight. Deep psychological so, problem. Did she pick Marvin over Harry? I don't, I don't really understand. Yeah, I don't really get. She was playing them both to. Well, yeah, I don't think she picked <laughs> Marvin over Harry. I think she was literally dating them both at the same time. She's a femme fatale. So she was dating both of them when Harry died. Yeah. I think she was dating Harry first, and then while she was dating Harry, she started dating Marvin, and then Harry killed himself, and then. <laughs> And then Marvin was just like, you're too sad. You're too <laughs> sad. Just like boned I, out. I think Marvin. Well, was, I think he did the right thing. He was just like, uh, you're dead. Both of us and he died. So I'm just going to well, I, back I off. Think, I, think, I think what happened was Harry approached Marvin and said, hey, look, let's do this thruple thing. Shelly's <laughs> into both of us. You're OK, Gross. I guess. I'll, you know, I'll look the other way. But, you know, let's do the thruple thing. And then Marvin wilded out and killed him. Yeah. And then, like, Lost in a fugue state. And, yeah, <laughs> in like, a fugue don't, state. Don't, or didn't like, remember any of it. We don't know what a throuple is in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what am I gay? And then he pushed him off a cliff. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. No, he tied him up right. for two days in a, his leather jacket. <laughs> and yeah, he, he tied him up. Way less like, gay. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was like, well, maybe it could work. But then he was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> he was nah, like, nah, you nah, wait nah. here while I think nah, about I it. I got to get rid of this. No, 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 no. This isn't for me. No, Mrs. Pastor said. I asked Shelley, but... Yes? Mrs. Pastor made a small, despairing gesture with her hand. She didn't know. I see. Do you know her well? Mrs. Pastor asked suddenly. And there was an edge to the question. The woman wanted to know if he had taken Harry's place in Shelley's life. We're just friends, Marvin said tactfully. I'm sorry I didn't ask, answer your question of a moment ago, why Shelley wanted me to dig into your son's death. I honestly don't know the answer to that except I knew Harry and liked him and we were going to have a thruple, but then I freaked out and <laughs> killed him. And, you know, that's why we're here. And I'm good at figuring things out. <laughs> I guess those are the reasons Shelley asked me. Mrs. Pastor Makes nodded. Sense. Sadly. <laughs> the police say it was suicide. I wish I didn't believe them. Sometimes it's hard to know what to believe, Marvin agreed, and his own words dun, dun. made him wonder. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Chapter 8. 
<laughs> so many sounds are happening. When Marvin got home, his mother was watching Casablanca, a movie that she had seen 200 times. Her eyes hardly stirred from the screen as he walked across the living room in front of her. It was five o'clock and getting dark. Uh, the sun never set without... The sun never set without her being drunk and she was drunk now. Fuck. Oh, fuck, that's sad. Oh. Hi, it's mom. Because her son is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom, he said. He leaned over and kissed her cheek. Have a nice day. It's all right. She lifted a lethargic hand and touched his side. Be a zero, Marva, and make me some popcorn. Why don't I cook you some real food? We have chicken in the icebox. I could grill it and put it on some potatoes. Popcorn Not if it's would be already frozen. Fine. Is there butter? Yeah, I know, right? You gotta follow that you gotta shit. Gotta follow that shit. <laughs> Marvin sighed. There's butter. This is sad. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm bummed out. No, don't give it to me. That's <laughs> oh, sad. Mm. I was gonna say, ask if you wanted another drink. I do, actually. I was going to get one, and then I was like... Uh, now seems as good a time as any. Yeah. Would you like a monument? I guess. I'm cold. I was going to get whiskey, gonna just because I'm too cold for yeah. a beer. Let's do whiskey. Yeah. That, that's better to drink while we're really about I'm alcoholic. just really freezing. Yeah. <laughs> In the kitchen, he found Anne cooking them both dinner. She's 11. Yeah. Oh. This is really sad now. Yeah. Anne had given up trying to get their mom to eat anything substantial. Their mom subsisted on popcorn, C's candies. I don't know what that means, oh, but it's this, capitalized. This, it's a it's a brand, and it's definitely West Coast. So these, uh, yeah, it's okay. A, it's I don't know if they're out of San Francisco, but you see mm -hmm. it all the time in California. C's candies up and down the coast. Gotcha. Okay, popcorn, C's candies, white toast, and fast food pizza and tacos. And of course, booze. Oh what's, no! What's 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 wrong? What's wrong with that? I know we <laughs> eat a lot of pizza and tacos. Um, <laughs> Anne was a good cook for a kid. She had taken the chicken and sautéed it in lemon and garlic sauce and sprinkled wow. it with bits of saffron. Jesus, Damn. Anne! I've never even cooked with saffron. She was a master when it came to stuffed potatoes, and the one waiting for him was fat with sour cream, butter, and some kind of cheese from Switzerland. You mean Swiss cheese, Marvin, you dip? <laughs> some kind of Switzerland cheese. <laughs> Marvin let Anne put the final touches on their meal while he got his mother's popcorn ready. But when he returned to the living room with the stuff, his mom was passed out on the couch. He set the bowl beside her and kissed her once more on the cheek. He was worried that one day he was going to find her in a similar position, curled up on the sofa, but dead. Oh. He and Anne ate in the kitchen. Anne wanted to know what he had been doing all day. He was worried about his book. Everyone was. He told her there was nothing to worry about. Because there's no book, he added. Oh, no. Are you getting any ideas? Anne asked. I am. One. What is it? Marvin didn't pause. The words jumped out of his mouth. God knew where they came from. The power. <laughs> I don't believe Anne McGaffer was killed in the lake, he said. I don't even think she was killed near the lake. 
How did she get there? Then? I wonder where oh, this idea way, came he, from. Uh, Jamie, he named the dead girl in his book after his sister because that's cool. <sighs> yeah. You. Mm-hmm. Oh God, you. <clears throat> yeah. This time, Marvin did pause to think, and what he'd been about to say slipped away, and he couldn't get it back. I'm not sure. He muttered. I hope you get more ideas soon. I don't want to end up out on the streets. Jesus. I hear they're going to be hard uh, on little girls. She's literally a multi-millionaire. She's not going to end up in the streets. (laughs) I hear they can be hard on little girls, Marvin agreed. Marvin! That's horrible, Marvin. Marvin. Have you ever seen a taxi driver? Oh, no. (laughs) Anne shook a layer of pepper onto her potato. Which is a sentence that exists in this book, and I am so glad I have read. So glad I have read, I will read it again. The best part of the potato is the pepper. (laughs) Anne shook a layer of pepper onto her potato. Did you see Shelly today? Yes. What did you do? Marvin shrugged. Nothing. Did you kiss her? That's none of your business. Anne nodded. You kissed her. Actually, I didn't. We mainly talked about Harry Pastor. Shelly thinks he was murdered. She wants me to find the guy and bring him to justice. Are you kidding me? You're a child. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very serious, Marvin said. Anne's reaction surprised him. She looked scared. I bet she wants something else. Remember what the letter said. She doesn't love you like you think she does. Marvin was annoyed. How the hell would a complete stranger know how Shelly feels about me? Anne shook her head. You never know. Oh my so God! So world weary. Is Anne at such a young age? <laughs> they okay, finished their is. dinner, and Anne stayed in the kitchen I to do the, the dishes and clean up. The letters are definitely someone he knows. They're either Anne or Shelley. Yeah, mm. or Triad. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Marvin went up to his room to write a complete novel in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, idiot. What is this? None of this is ad lib. Staring at the blank screen didn't do anything to soothe his nerves. (laughs) That's too familiar. (laughs) Finally, he picked up the phone and called Shelly. That's not writing, Marvin. Nope. Nope. That's like it'll give me inspiration. No, it won't. No, it won't. No, it won't. You're just gonna go down that hole and you're gonna wake up and there's gonna be nothing on the page. And I'm gonna stop because it's getting too personal. Um, (laughs) It's too real. Yeah. She had said Sunday night was no good, but he hadn't asked about tonight. He was missing her in a bad way. Mm. Jesus Christ. He couldn't understand the hold she had over him. It's called... I'm, Lust? I don't know. It's called, it's called Lady. It's, it's called, called lady. lady. It's called Lady it's called and lady. her parts. Yeah. <laughs> but he understood that nobody in love ever did. She answered promptly. She sounded out of breath. Hello? Hi, this is Marvin. How are you doing? <laughs> Good, she said. Did you find out anything? Uh, A few things. I'd like to talk to you about them. Uh, Can I come over? When? Tonight? Sometime? I told you. Tonight? Tonight's no good. He paused. Why not? I'm busy. He felt a stab of rejection and was mad at himself. He was acting as if he owned the girl just because she had sat naked in a jacuzzi with him. (laughs) All right, um, I guess I'll have to That's wait. That's a little bit so, of self-awareness I wasn't like, expecting. And yeah. I, I, I had a thought, I had two thoughts immediately back to back. My first thought was, um, 
God, he really keeps just thinking about how she was naked in a jacuzzi with him. And then my yeah. imme- like before that thought ended, I thought, oh, well, I would definitely. <laughs> I, was se- I was 17 and I had been naked in a jacuzzi with a girl. Literally, that's all I would think about for three years. Yeah, if yeah, if that if if I had seen that in person, yeah, I, and I I'd just be, be like, how do I get back there? Yeah, yeah I would be no good <laughs> for the rest of my life. How do I get, back, life. How do yeah, I get like, back to that? How do I make it happen again? I want to go to there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So okay, just, it's on on point, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I guess I'll have to wait until Monday night. Uh, we're going out, aren't we? Sure, she said. But tell me what you found out now. Nothing definite, but I am now open to the possibility that Harry was murdered because I want to see you naked in a jacuzzi (laughs) once again. (laughs) And, of course, she didn't seem surprised. You just keep working on it. I know you're the one who will clear Harry's name. Because she knows he's the writer. She knows. Maybe she knows he's the murderer. Or or that. Maybe she witnessed him. And or. (sighs) Maybe. He strained his ears. He thought he heard water running in the background. Looking forward to Is Monday night. Is she just night. like honey potting every single guy in their grade into solving the murder? <laughs> it's yeah. not just him. It's yeah, like she literally like every guy that she knows. Yes, I yeah. hope so. <laughs> Triads in of, there. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A note of flirting entered her voice. So am I. I think it will be divine. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jinx. Abruptly, her tone changed to brisk and businesslike. I've got to go now. Bye, Shelly. Marvin sat down the phone. She was unpredictable, that girl was. He wondered if she was going out on a date then and with whom. Marvin lay down on his bed. He'd take a nap, and when he woke, he'd start writing. That is the lie I told myself yeah. every yeah. single night in college. Yeah, stop lying to yourself, Marvin. Every single night. I'm I'll... writing, Marvin still hasn't written shit. <laughs> stay, stay awake and keep writing now <clears throat> while you're horny. No, no. <laughs> Channel the horniness. Um, yeah. He decided it didn't matter which direction he went in. He'd just follow his instincts. He was asleep in a minute. He was dreaming in two. That was fucking poetry. <laughs> He was a character in his The Mystery of Silver Lake series. Oh, this is the dream. Mm. He was a character. Oh, yeah. He had like a weird freaky (laughs) dream about the lake before. Oh, right. Yeah. He was a character in his The Mystery of Silver Lake series. Only he wasn't the same character in each scene. You know how dreams are. He kept changing into different people. Like You know how self-inserts are. (laughs) (laughs) Like an omniscient god. He knew what all his characters were feeling and thinking when he was in their heads. In the beginning, he was Anne McGaffer. Sweet Anne, who loved the unfaithful and volatile... <laughs> what? Clyde Fountain. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Who also... You remember that, Chris. Anne I, loved the unfaithful... I just can't get over the names in this book. I know, it's amazing. Clyde Fountain. Anne, who loved the unfaithful and volatile Clyde oh, Fountain. little read on that. And Clyde Fountain. Clyde Fountain of the Northern Fountain. He's a... Fountain you know, mogul. Yeah, the oil magnate. And who was also fond of the dear and sympathetic Mike Madison, a spiritual brother. You know my brother, Mike Madison. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Marvin followed Anne as she went to school during the first days of the story. He had to follow her because her he was 
inside her body. I don't, I don't like that phrasing. Ugh. I don't like that phrasing. <laughs> That's Iggy. Uh, every time he walked past a mirror, he looked at himself and grabbed his boobs. <laughs> she was he looked so... at himself and made sure he was not a vampire. Every time he uh, went past a mirror, he did that thing where he like, uh, he like pulled the 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 elastic of whatever pants <laughs> he was wearing and looked down and be like, oh. Why would he need not to do bad. that in front of a mirror? It's just like it's a body swap trope. Oh. Whenever they sw- like swap bodies, they're always just like, oh, <laughs> I have a dick now. Or the opposite, you know. What a uh, hog. What a hog is what they usually say. It would be like, where's my hog? Where's my hog? Have, where's my hog? Dude, where's my hog? Dude, where's my hog? <laughs> the classic... Where's your hog, dude? <laughs> 2000s movie. What if they made a dude, sequel to hog. Dude, Where's My Car, but it was a body swap movie, and it was Dude, Where's My Hog? <laughs> or no, or, or uh, horror slant, Dude, Where's My Corpse? Ah. What? What? If they did a horror slant as a sequel to Dude, Where's My Car, but it's like a zombie comedy, a uh-huh. rom-zom-com. Uh-huh. A rom-zom-com. And it's Dude, Where's My Corpse? It's okay. I like Dude Where's My Hog better. <laughs> That's much funnier to me. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> they can't all be winners. Where's my hog, you, son? You, you hog is a very taste. funny word. <laughs> Chris, don't tell me you're not dick. Don't for tell a dick, me. hog is the funniest. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Don't tell me you're not laughing at the word because hog. no one... <laughs> I can't believe anyone genuinely calls it that, but in so much TV, they call it that. Have you seen my hog? <laughs> He's seen my hog. We simply must move on. Oh, Where, I could do where's this for my wiener? <laughs> I'm missing my foot long. <laughs> we simply must move on. So That's what on, she Jamie. said. This movie that we are currently writing that is the sequel to Dude, Where's My Car, in which it's a body swap. Is also a period piece from the twenties, based on the way you're saying everything. Wow, yes, Just it is. Transatlantic. Huh? <laughs> yeah, tra- <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I dare say someone's stolen my my schlong. Someone took my bangers and mush. <laughs> I don't appear to have the same particulars I did before. <laughs> Dear God, man, who stole my jewels? Oh my God, I know what I'm writing tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? He had to follow. He had to follow her because she, he was inside her body. Right? Okay. She was so beautiful. She was so beautiful. Everywhere she went, heads turned. But not all. Yeah. But not all the people behind. (laughs) But not all. Fucking writing! I swear to God. But not all the people behind these heads were happy to see her. Jesus Christ. Many were jealous, and Anne felt the hate flowing from their sidelong glances like the Emperor would want her to. The price of popularity, and no one was more popular than Anne, except she didn't know how much she had going for her. What? You don't know you're beautiful. Oh, yeah, know. she's beautiful, and she doesn't know it, just the oh, way men like women. Yeah. Does she just like? Does she need oh, to put God. her hair down and take her glasses off? Yeah. No, she needs a guy to tell her how pretty she is. Oh, she needs a guy to be like, you know, you don't have to wear makeup. <laughs> yeah. I like also, you better Becca, without makeup. Uh, 
Becca, your eyes work fine. The page is blurry for the rest of us, too. <laughs> Thank you. This entire page is so blurry is that blurry. I am not excited I about this. I saw that, too. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. <sighs> she was so unhappy. So am I. She meets Clyde <laughs> at lunch and asks where he was the previous night. She had called so many times. He just gets angry and won't say, how can he? How can he? Marvin shifts to inside Clyde's head and sees that Clyde has been with Jessica Moss the previous night. (gasps) Jessica, Anne's best friend, the only person in the whole world she trusts completely. Oh, dear. Clyde had not only been with Jessica, he had been making passionate love to her on the hood of her green Alfa Romeo. Damn! (laughs) The sexiest of cars. It's like a poison video. (laughs) Clyde and Anne... Have a short but intense fight and Anne stalks off. Marvin was now back in her brain. She runs into the sweet and smiling Mike Madison. I feel like my eyes are going to fall out of my head. It's so blurry. I'm also, this whole time, are you also thinking like, okay, so every single person in this book is like, um, uh, uh, not, not allegory, but like yeah. a stand in for the people that he knows. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Anne is Shelley. Clyde is probably triad. Hell yeah. But Anne dies, so I think that Anne is Harry, Harry, but I I haven't thought about it too hard. I don't know. All right, let me try this again. Mike listens patiently while Anne explains how hard it is being with Clyde. Oh, Mike is definitely fucking Marvin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Then Mike takes her back to his place and somehow manages to get her clothes off. In the jacuzzi? Somehow. They make love in front of his fireplace. The sex is great for both of them. But afterward, Mike feels guilty because Anne is involved with another guy, and Anne feels guilty because to do so is her natural state. What? To feel guilty? You know how women are. Oh. Oh, wait, I just remembered all these characters. Everything in existence is their fault because of the Eve situation. (laughs) Yeah. I just remembered actually all these characters to stand in for Twin Peaks. Yes. Not, not, uh, yeah. It's just Twin Peaks. Oh, I see. Um, Jesus Christ. Mike is James, Clyde is Bobby, Anne is Laura Palmer. My brain is soup right now, trying to read this blurry page. Yet, it's possible Mike's guilt is only an act. Marvin can't exactly get into his head, which is strange because Mike is the most like him. Yep. Uh Mike and Anne agree that they must never have sex again, at least not in the immediate future. But they do it again 10 minutes after making this vow, and it's better than the first time. You know, high you know school how teenagers kids are, are really good at having sex. You know <laughs> it's how, so good. You know how good and often teenagers have sex? <laughs> Meanwhile, Marvin experiences a leap in consciousness and finds Clyde out drinking with his best friend, Terry Rogers. Triad. Triad. Hell yeah. Triad. <laughs> Clyde is telling Terry what a bitch Anne has become, and Terry encourages Clyde to dump Anne while the dumping is good. Dumping while the dumping is good. Oh, right, because Triad and Harry were best friends. Yes. So Clyde is Harry. I'm in, like, the stand-in, yeah, Clyde. But Clyde's not dead. Well. But, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but Marvin can see that Terry is only telling Clyde this because he wants Anne for himself. <clears throat> I barely processed any of that information. <laughs> Have we met the Sherilyn Fenn of this or? Oh, no. Man. I can't wait until we do. I know. Heck yeah. 
Also, the Terry uh, guy, it's Hakia instead of Helly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. See, I was going to say, if it was Shirley and Fend, I would be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> or heck yes. Heck yes. <laughs> bully, bully. <laughs> In Silver Lake, everyone is screwing everyone else. Jesus but Christ. time goes on. Days and pages pass. Marvin feels the tension building in everyone. The sexual tension. <laughs> Clyde hates Anne, but still lusts after her. Mike loves Anne and hates Clyde. Terry, heck yeah, <laughs> thinks he loves Anne, but really hates her, along with Clyde and Mike. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> but make, life is make hardest a diagram. for Anne. Yeah, seriously. Does Mike hate Anne? <clears throat> Mike loves Anne. Terry thinks he loves Anne, but really hates her, along with Clyde and Mike. And Mike loves, like, Mike loves but Anne. <laughs> See, if they all got in a thruple, some of this shit would be... Yeah, like, and Orgy would fix this. It's, yeah. <laughs> or, or it would, like, close some doors that need to be closed. Yeah. Set some boundaries. Like, like a lot of thruples do. It's just like, yeah, this part doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... But life is hardest for Anne. Her father, Bill McGaffer, comes in late one night drunk and abuses her, making her want to commit suicide. Jesus. Then her crazy younger brother, Harold McGaffer, who thinks the Antichrist is reincarnated in the holes of donuts throughout the (laughs) Western United States, (laughs) tries to convince Anne that Clyde has tried to kill her, leading her to believe she is a tragic victim in a poorly written soap opera and often feels like this anyway. Wait, wait, Marvin. Oh, my God. Marvin, you can't just go through the reincarnated holes of Satan that's a subplot, man. You you cannot just drop that and keep going. Like it's a we also for the listener as written. That was all as written. Yeah, uh, shock on our faces. I'd read this book. I would read the Antichrist Donut Hole. Yeah, I would thing. be furious if I was reading this book. <laughs> if I was reading that book and then the fucking donut holes came yeah. up, I'd be furious. I, again, though, I will say. If I was watching Twin Peaks and that was a subplot that a character thought that donut holes were Antichrist, but that's Twin Peaks. I'd be like, yeah, makes sense. Love it. <laughs> then all goes dark and cold. Marvin can feel an icy spray beating against Anne's soaked flesh. As in the beginning, so it is in the end. What? He is inside Anne, oh. and there is terrible pain. What are you reading? Oh. Reading the Bible? He sees a flash of white. Light, a scene glimpsed in the high beams of a distant automobile. (laughs) He steps out of her ravaged body and turns 180 degrees, or he could just say turns Turns around, around. (laughs) in space and sees behind him. The horror of the moment shakes him to the core. Poor Anne. She is hanging by a rope tied round her waist in the middle of the night, dangling off a bridge in a cruel breeze. Um, She is screaming. She what? is dying, but no one can hear her. And in the end, she realizes no one cares. Except Marvin, who always loved her. Isn't that exactly how probably Harry yep. died? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think Harry's Anne. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But I'd have to, like, use brain power to figure out who everyone else is. And I'm Shelley is the, the murderer. Shelly's the killer. She wants to be caught. Also... Uh, oh. Oh. oh, shit, Chris. 
Didn't they also say, though, way early in the book... I'm a detective. ...about the Anne McGaffer thing that she had been raped and murdered? Not like I want to get into that. Yeah, I like feel maybe like they Harry did. wasn't all that they, great. They did. Yeah. What? Maybe Harry raped Shelly. Shelly killed Harry, but feels bad about it, wants yeah. to be caught. So she. Uh, and I, I want to think like she knows Marvin is Mac Slate the whole time. Yeah. But yeah. she wants him to find out that she killed her. It, I don't, we're only on page 101. <laughs> it's, it's the classic tale of the telltale hot tub. We're approaching the middle of the tub. book. Yeah. The telltale yeah, hot tub. The telltale <laughs> hot, tub. <laughs> the hot tub. That's fucking perfect. Yeah. It's uh, like you've been reading it with us all along, JB. <laughs> Those blasted beating of the bubbles. <laughs> also, JB, returning champion, I just want to say you're great at this show. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, even when he knew. I'm just writing that prediction down. As the mm. rest. Okay. And then there's a pause. Later. Woke. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Later at the Halls of Justice. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> um. Marvin woke to a small hand shaking him. Huh? He asked, bolting upright with a start, his heart pounding. Anne was sitting on the bed beside him, her face twisted in anxiety. I wasn't murdering anyone in my dreams. <laughs> Marvin! She croaked. What is it? He demanded, coming fully alert. There was some noise coming from downstairs, but he wasn't sure what it was about. Anne wept. Oh, no. Daddy's here. He's breaking things. Oh, this oh, is, I don't no. like this. Oh, this is really sad. This yeah. is not going to oh, no. be fun at all. No. Oh, no. Ugh. Marvin leapt off his bed and ran downstairs, Anne following. For such a menacing bully, his father was not a big man. Only 5'8". Five 5'8"'s eight. Five pretty big. Yeah. Is it? I feel no, like 5'8"'s pretty a man. big. No. Well, I mean, fi- no. Like, I'm 5'6". Five five You're 5'6"? Yeah, I'm a shrimp. Five, I mean, five eight's not that, you know, it's medium height, average. Yeah, yeah. it's not like tall. Yeah, he's not tall. He could no. be, you know, bulky. Is yeah. he a beefy five eight? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he could is be he beefy. like Bob Hoskins? Actually, I don't know if he's short. He just seems like he's short. He's definitely short. I feel like Bob Hoskins is short. Bob Hoskins yeah. is, is probably like five eight and, you know, beefy. Yeah. Also, kick the uh, shit out of you. Oh, for yeah. For a bit of fun. Yeah. This is a bit of a callback, but like, just Google image search Alfa Romeo 90s and see how <laughs> fancy this car was. Oh, the car and that they nice. fucked on? It really was not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks look. like literally every other 90s Bob car. Hoskins was 5'4 and a half. 5'4 oh, wow. and a half? He was barely taller than me. He was not Bob tall. Menacing Bob motherfucker. Hoskins, he motherfucker. Yeah, he was Wolverine. certainly oh, yeah. menacing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would be terrified of Bob Hoskins. There was that movie with him and Jet Li. I can't remember. Danny the, the Dog. Oh, yeah. Danny the Dog. He was yeah, like a mob so boss good. who like imprisoned Jet Li and like yeah. made him fu- and like treated him like a dog, literally, oh and like dog. made him his like fighting dog. And Bob Hoskins was fucking scary in that movie. Yeah, that that movie was great. Yeah, it was. All right, only five eight and not more than one hundred and forty pounds. Yet wow. what muscles were Wait. there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yet what muscles were there were difficult to subdue when he was enraged. Oh, so he was wiry. We we weary. Weary. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of an Alfa Romeo from the nineties and I can absolutely picture these teens fucking on this car. <laughs> <laughs> that is a car you fuck on. Yeah. It doesn't look as cheesy as I thought it would for some reason. Yeah. No, it's I definitely. It, it just doesn't look different enough from any other car from that time period. 
like if you looked at it you wouldn't be uh, immediately be, be like oh that's an alfa romeo it's just like oh that is a sedan that's yeah. a fucking car that's a fucking car <laughs> that car's got a hood for fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh is that hood Heart. reinforced <laughs> it is now Got a roll cage. <laughs> Just the hood, though. <laughs> oh man, uh, Marvin had only fought with his father twice, and he couldn't have said either of them had come away victorious either time. His mom was standing in front of the TV, screaming at his dad. She may have been protecting the picture tube. Picture tube. Uh, the picture tube. Uh, reread that sentence, but in the most dramatic way possible. She may have been protecting. The picture tube. That's not a thing anyone said ever. No. Well, she did exclusively watch movies from the 30s. Christopher Pike invented a new sense. Marvin's dad had a lamp in his shaking hands, and it looked as if he wanted to ram it through Humphrey Bogart's face. (laughs) She was still watching Casablanca. (laughs) They were both exhaling 80 proof. It was amazing Jesus. that someone's breath hadn't caught on fire yet. Oh, boy. You're a sick woman, and I'm going to kill you. Oh, His God. father screamed, now get out of my way. Marvin, stop him. His mother cried. His father whirled on him. What are you going to do here? Oh, this is a bummer. Don't like <laughs> yeah. it. I like to think it was like uh, Turner Classic Movies before they had a budget, so they only had the one movie. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is just Casablanca on repeat. It's a Casablanca yeah. marathon. Yeah. <clears throat> Ugh, this is a bummer. I live here, Marvin said calmly. Put that thing down. It's our best lamp. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty solid, Marvin. <laughs> Added nothing. Oh, God damn it. I don't give a damn about your best anything. His dad yelled, I am sick and tired of this pathetic family. Every time I come over here, the TV is on. Well, I'm turning it off for good. That's what he's mad about. Yeah. Our TV uh, was on 24-7. Yeah. In the 90s. Yeah, it's the 90s. What was the problem? What are you supposed to do? Not watch The Simpsons? Yeah. I, I was raised by TV, and Not I turned what? out TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hundredth time Chris has said that, and it's never old. <laughs> It's never been less true. Yeah. With that pronouncement, his dad reached out, grabbed his mother by the hair, and threw her onto the floor. Oh, no. And ran to her aid. Before Marvin could stop him, his dad had rammed the top of the lamp into the picture tube, is what we're still calling it. No one calls it that. Uh, Which had cost Marvin $500 last month to replace. Uh, I could... So, uh, so what is this like a monthly thing? He comes over, he comes to over smash and smashes the TV. The TV. Yeah, the we thing, need to do a picture tube. The thing imploded like a miniature bomb. I don't think that's how. What's well, a cathode works. ray tube? Tube, so like, tube TVs could can explode. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. They don't implode. They specifically explode. explode. That's how. See, it's they're full of gas. Marvin um, hasn't actually lived a life. He's just making up words. Yeah. He's a bad writer. Glass yeah. sprayed the entire living room, particularly Anne, so who stood oh, sheltering God. her mother. Yeah. So oh light. Oh my God, and Christopher Pike. It was not an implosion. It was an explosion. So yeah. light and fragile, Anne was almost knocked down oh. by the shockwave. Good. Dazed, what? she tried to pull shards from her hair and ended up cutting herself. Yeah. 
blood covered her hands, and she stared at them with a blank expression. Now that made Marvin mad. This is... Kill your father, Marvin! Yeah. Marvin, yeah. Be a man I don't like you, father. Marvin, but get rid of your Be dad. Be a man and kill your father. <laughs> if I named episodes, that's what this episode would be named. <laughs> Marvin charged his dad without a clear plan as to what he was doing. Well, that's kill fair. Him. They collided in front of the TV. That's what we're calling it now. Picture tube. And well, went down. Well, 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 the tubes are gone, I guess. Oh, it's true. The tube yeah. exploded. <laughs> and went... <laughs> They collided in front of the TV and went down on the glass-covered carpet. They rolled on top of each other, scrambling for an advantage. Marvin had the advantage this time because he was sober. He was younger and stronger, and he was not drunk, like I just said. Yep. Alcohol brought on his dad's rage and gave him strength, but the guy had drunk one too many. Marvin was surprised at how, at how easily he was able to pin his father beneath his knees. Stop it, Dad! He shouted at him. Bastard son! His dad yelled back. He spit in Are Marvin's face. Are you not space. the father? This oh, is crazy. No. Hey, Becca, oh, here's a really no. blurry page for you to read again. What the oh, fuck? Jesus. Why? <laughs> I hate this. It really looks like it's it's like out of focus. It's, it's, yeah, it's just going to be every fourth page. It's Marvin's dad shit. is so drunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're viewing it through Marvin dad's eyes. Marvin dad. Marvin, Marvin dead. Or unclearly, I should say. <laughs> this is upsetting. All right. We can't stop too much because I'm going to die yeah. trying to read this. Okay. Something happened to Marvin right then. It wasn't so much the spit or the broken tube or even Anne's bloody hands. Was there spit? His dad oh, spit in his spit. face. Okay. I I was lost at bastard son. <laughs> I forgot about the spit. <laughs> it was bastard son, but two. <laughs> Borrow Bar- again, real quick. Oh. <laughs> this is, you know, I almost would rather there be incest than this. Uh, <laughs> oh. For context, Jamie, yeah, there's sorry, always Jamie. incest in Christopher Pike books, and by always, I mean. Two out of three so far, and we yeah. were verging on three earlier. In Jury's the book. out on this one. He yeah. said that Anne was more beautiful than Shelley. Yeah, that's, he usually not, sneaks the incest good. in in the eleventh hour of these yeah. books. Oh no! Two out of three ain't bad. Mm, yep, it is. It is though. It is if it's incest. <laughs> it was everything combined, perhaps, and maybe something else he didn't understand. Marvin lost it. He yanked his dad to his feet and punched the guy in the face with everything he had. His father crumpled to the floor, his face bloody, and Marvin yanked him to his feet again and kicked him hard in the groin. Nice. His dad was screaming for mercy when Marvin yanked him to his feet for a third time. But there was no mercy in Marvin. He pulled back his fist again. Marvin, his mother cried, grabbing hold of his arm. Marvin looked over at her and didn't see her for a moment. He saw an older version of Anne McGaffer instead. What? An That's aged weird. Anne brought back to life for a moment to prevent him from fulfilling his destiny. <laughs> Is she Anne? What? <laughs> Are they all Anne? They're all Anne. <laughs> I don't know. Because right then there was nothing more satisfying in all the world to Marvin than the thought of beating his father's face to an unrecognizable purple pulp. There is no Dana, only Anne. <laughs> you could at least, like, punch him in the dick again. Yeah, that's that's a good move. Marvin, Anne said, and he had to look down to find her. Obviously, she's a child. Yeah. 
She was tugging on his shirt, staining it with the blood that had begun to trickle over her arms. He was frightened by her fear because it was not directed at her father, but at him. Let him go, Anne whimpered. Marvin released his father. The man fell to the floor in a lump of pain. His mother and Anne knelt to attend to him. Marvin turned and fled upstairs to his room. There he grabbed his helmet, wallet, checkbook, and Harry's leather jacket. I'm just going to finish this because it chapter seven. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even look into the living room as he ran down the stairs and out of the house. He climbed on his bike and roared off into the night. He drove as though he were fleeing the scene of a murder he had committed. How would he know how that feels? I know. Right? That's right? experience. Oh, oh, I'm a writer. That's how. Yeah. I am so creative. Okay, that seems a good a time as any to stop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was that chapter eight? That was chapter, chapter eight. eight. That was chapter oh, eight. Yeah. That was brutal. That oh. was brutal. Oof, what yeah. a way to end it. All right, so we're about halfway through at this point. We are, and, yeah. Uh, I had a new theory. And, okay. Well, I already said it. I don't remember yeah. it at this point. But, uh, uh, that that Shelly killed Harry and wants to be caught. Yeah. yeah and... Um, because this entire book's just a fucking fever dream. It really is. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> I don't like Marvin, but I'm glad he beat the shit out of his dad. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Me too. I wish but he'd like, kill like, him. <laughs> sometimes there is like over brutalized violence and things, but sometimes it, it just feels very righteous. Yeah. yeah, a righteous bludgeoning, as we call it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's always oh, great. It's just like, yeah, beat the shit out of your dad. Yeah, kick him in the dick. And I say that as someone that loves their... I love my dad. I, I love the shit out of my yeah. dad. I would never beat the shit out of him. But, like, when dads earn it, it's always yeah, the like best. yeah, like if he sprayed yeah. glass all over your little sister oh, yeah. and she was bleeding. Yeah. That's I, an ass yeah. whooping. Bludgeon that dick. I, I wouldn't That's a foot bludgeon dick. that dick. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. More yeah. so when you're a secret millionaire and you're just like, I yeah. can afford lawyers to fight this. Yeah, that's, I would, a, I that's a motorcycle into your dick. That's <laughs> I wouldn't be that I mean, my dad. It, it, if I if was rich, he was like this. I, I would. Yeah. If I was rich, I would beat the shit out of random people because <laughs> I could afford it. Not all. That's not okay. Random people or people I mean, who deserve it, it. I mean, no, no, random people that deserve it. <laughs> random people that. De- Random so you're just Batman? You're just going to be yeah, Batman? Yeah, just a Batman. Yeah. Just be a rich just, vigilante? It, instead of yes. spending money on gadgets, I would spend it on lawyer fees. Yeah, that makes sense. That's so like much more boring than gadgets. I've thought that... Yeah. I've, You'd have to be in trial all the time. I've thought that not about um, uh, vigilanteism. <laughs> Mine's much mm. more petty. I've thought that about... <laughs> if, I had, if I had, like, all of the money in the world, I would... Uh, I would hit my car into other cars that were uh, being dicks. <laughs> Bumper cars, yeah. Like, like if someone's like driving like an absolute asshole or being like a total cock on the road, uh, I would just I, there you have hit been them and be like, oh no, yeah, I'm no. There so have been times sorry. where I'm like, man, I wish I could ram my car into yours with no. I feel consequences. like we've talked about this before. Like you death proof your car, <laughs> like yeah. reinforce it. I, death, I would death proof my car just and I would just like I'd have enough money and lawyers and in good insurance to be like. I'd smash up a car of an asshole and then be like, fucking bill me, <laughs> dick. Like, this yeah, is no, way uh, more inconvenient <laughs> for you now. 
My scenario is way more pathetic. It's just like, no, if I see someone being a complete dickwad, I would pick a fight with them. Yours is they, more altruistic than mine. They would probably win. <laughs> and no, I, 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 no, I'm, I'm going to make it worse. They yeah. would probably win, and then I would sue them. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> it's like a Because I have the money to afford it. And yeah, yeah. Because I have lawyers that would take them to the cleaners. And be like, yeah, I've like, like, never... yo, you whooped my ass. Becca, what weird shit would you do with money? I've never thought of any like legal or like fight-based yeah. scenarios for if I had a lot of money. I just pay off debt. I mean, I would pay off. <laughs> that'd be the first thing I do. See, the yeah. thing is, go I, on a trip. I also would, disclaimer: I wouldn't actually do this. I would like. <laughs> I would like to think that you know, money. I think about it real hard though. Because yeah. like, money equals power, and power corrupts. I would like to think that like I wouldn't be corrupted by like a lot of money and turn into like a monster, mm-hmm. like a like a legit monster. I would just do like dumb, silly shit like that. Uh, yeah. What? So like, what? What like ridiculous shit like that? Have you ever never thought of that? No. <laughs> I just want to pay off debt so that like my paycheck can go into savings and fun stuff. Yeah. And okay. not just debt. I always joke that I would if I had Bruce Wayne money, it's Bruce like, Wayne oh, money. no, I would yeah. totally have a, a bat cave and like all the gadgets and stuff. But I wouldn't fight crime. Jamie, if you had Bruce Wayne money, I would just hang out in the back. <laughs> is there is there anything like weird and and like not like bad, but like petty that you would do? I I would be dumb. I would do what I'm doing now, except like the money would buy me time. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to worry about like anyone buying my stuff. I would just make. I would have more time to make the stuff. Yeah. And then I would buy um, an old theater. Okay. Listen. And. Anytime that a remake comes out or a reboot or anything like that, I would play the original. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's I would, amazing. I would play the original. So good. And I that's would be amazing. in business forever because that's all they do now. And I was like, I would just play the originals and there oh would my be God, that's a amazing. comic shop attached to it. And yes. there'd be a cafe attached to it. And I would just live there. Like watch all, and like, you know, Godzilla minus one, I would just run that. Anytime there was like a big tokusatsu movie in Japan, I would run that. It would just, it would be this weird, weird indie theater with a comic shop and a cafe. That's just like in France. That sounds fucking great. Okay, you win. You win this. I I would also be rich and then just work in your cafe for fun Mm because I miss working in a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've often thought that. I would hire my friends. Yeah, Yeah. I've often thought that. I would totally get jobs for fun if I was rich. Yeah, same. I thought that like I would want to be like a a barista slash bartender. (laughs) See, I would like that, but only in an environment where it isn't a fucking nightmare. And I feel like working at Starbucks like these days is probably an absolute <laughs> yeah. nightmare. Yeah, it would have to be something cool, like Common Ground. Yeah, like a cool shop. Yeah, have you, uh, Jamie? Have you seen Godzilla minus one? Oh my god, yes. Okay, I want to see it. It's it's so good. I have I, not seen it yet. This I think this week they're running the black and white version of it. Oh, and it's and it's not just they didn't just put a filter of it. Like like they, they did a full conversion, so it's like it's it looks amazing. Interesting. From what I understand, I've and, seen and clips it, of it, but. From what I've read about it, it like it's a Godzilla movie where the human element of it is actually worth it. <laughs> yeah, uh, unlike oh, yeah. all the American versions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's weird because like I I love. I all sort the... of watch big things hit each other. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I love Godzilla movies because they're goofy and they're fun, yeah. 
And this is one of the few times where I actually give a shit about the characters. Yeah. And it, it they they did an amazing job. Like it's it's scary. It makes you feel things. It's close to like the the original one, Godzilla fifty four. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just I don't know it it grips you in a way that you don't think a Godzilla movie can. That's the main thing I've heard is like is everyone who has seen it has been like I had no idea that I was gonna feel like this watching yeah. a Godzilla mm-hmm. movie. Now yeah. I'm hesitant because I don't want to get gripped. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to feel things. I feel things all the time. Chris, I, don't I think need you help doing that. Didn't we? You, me, and Dane went and saw like one of the last Godzilla movies in the theater a while ago, and I just remember us like all of the new like American Godzilla movies. Oh yeah, I've come out thinking I liked the Godzilla parts, and I don't give a fuck about a single human. Like I oh, do yeah. not give a shit about yeah. like ninety percent of the plot. I don't know why yeah. they cannot they cannot get like the human element right at all yeah in those movies but yeah i do really want to see godzilla minus one because all i've heard is is like incredible stuff yeah we yeah. we took we took our daughter to it and she loved it nice how old is she she's nine she's uh turning 10 soon so awesome. I, I we weren't sure cool but she was like parent. Yeah. yeah let's go see it she we asked her like we gave her a choice um there are a couple of movies in the theaters like i think that was, like, wish <laughs> wish uh, the troll movie. Kids don't deserve choices. They're property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wish trolls or Godzilla minus one. And she was like, we're watching Godzilla. That's awesome. <laughs> was a part of you like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. You're like, yeah. I, I do it. not want right. to watch those other <laughs> movies. <laughs> me, me and Audrey looked at each other. We're like, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. You did a great job. But yeah, I highly recommend. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I uh, I know it's still in theaters. I, want, I, hope, I hope to check it out while it's still yeah. in theaters because uh, it seems like one of those like you should see it <laughs> in a theater I, it seems insane I, th- I think it'll with how, how popular it is I think it'll probably get like a home home release like DVD or Blu-ray or something like that so yeah we'll be able to see it but yeah the theater experience this is one where it it, it, it definitely grabs you that's awesome um, well thank you for uh, being on this episode what, what, what did you think of Christopher Pike Jesus Christ <laughs> So horny and so traumatizing. Yeah, that's and yeah. Just God, how did we survive this era? Just oh I, my God. I did not read these when I was young. Yeah. John did. I didn't read like I didn't. So any all the ones we've read so far, mm. I didn't read. I know I did read Christopher Pike. Do you remember which ones? I don't because I think I um honestly I think I got them from the library. I don't think I ever owned any of them because well, I, Marvin hates libraries. I know. Um, Christopher I still, Pike wasn't getting royalties off of that, just so you know. I just I think if I had bought any Christopher Pike books, I would still have them because I still have all of those books that I mm-hmm. read, like the the ones that I owned as a kid. I still have them all, uh, so I don't think that I would have uh, uh, gotten rid of them. Um, I I feel like I remember borrowing them from like the library. And I feel like I might have borrowed them from like other classmates. So I remember like classmates lending me uh, some shit to read that was like this mm-hmm. stuff. And there's like a, there's a specific book I remember reading, or I think it was like a trilogy. There's like a vampire trilogy, and it, it ah. I feel like it was basically like an like Anne Rice vampire book, but for teens. So not as uh, not as erotic. But, but still, like, pretty fucking horny. From what we've read of horny. Christopher Pike, 
Well, yeah. Like, I can only imagine. I just remember reading shit when I was, like, 12 and and being, like, pretty horny for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And like knowing that I was reading, no, I was like punching above my weight. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I'm something. not, I know, yeah. I'm not supposed to be reading this shit right now. Mm-hmm. I remember reading a book that I don't know if it was Fear Street or Christopher Pike. There was a book specifically where the main character was a deaf girl, because I, I remember that was like an interesting perspective that the main character was a girl who was deaf and she like she went to a party and she like felt the vibration of the music to be able to like dance to it and then like people started dying uh but i don't don't remember what that was that does sound interesting it sounds like yeah i have these like flashes of memories and i can't remember what the fuck any of them were there was a book series we drink too much well, well, we drink too much now. I just also have a really terrible... I don't remember who any of my teachers were when I was a child. There was a book series I read when I was younger where I'm pretty sure the main character was like a young girl, like a, you know, high school, mm-hmm. whatever, a girl named Gaia. <laughs> and she had a photographic memory, but how she would remember stuff is she would say click. Like she was taking a picture. Yes, and you talked about this. I don't know what all. they were yeah. called. Oh, oh I remember I that. I, I remember up. you talking about this. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You remember that book? I'll look it up. Uh, Maybe no, we should read uh, those at some point. But I, we should I also click, the and they would take a memory of it. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll we'll try what and find these that? books. I don't know. That's wild. Um. But yeah. Okay. So this is this this book is bonkers we're like halfway through so i i like i feel like it's gonna keep going in like really 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 intense weird directions yeah yeah um (laughs) i can't wait to see what happens because it's so nuts jamie thank you so much uh, for being on the show again oh Um, thanks for having me what uh what do you want to plug for anyone listening uh all my stuff uh well i have a book in stores now it's called uh school for extraterrestrial girls Volume two, Girls in Flight. Nice. Um, volume one is out in stores. Um, so I'm working on volume three. So when they were talking about like oh, blowing deadlines. deadlines and shit being yeah. late and stuff, I just started <laughs> on book three, but like the, the first two were kind of late. Like I did the first one right before the pandemic and then the second one hit while the pandemic, like yeah. while, while the pandemic was going. So that one took a long time and it was just, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, check out my books. And then um, all my other stuff is at, um, jamienoguchi.com i have a website now nice excellent uh cool yeah and uh i i follow your tiktok and i enjoy it a lot so (laughs) everyone everyone should follow your tiktok i just like i i like seeing you uh your drawing i i I enjoy watching you know other artists and especially like my friends who are artists i like watching them draw it's fun (laughs) what is his tiktok i don't know oh uh jamie noguchi (laughs) yeah for once spell, I did my spell it out for people. Oh yeah, for once I did the branding correctly. Uh Jamie J A M I E Noguchi N O G U C H I. Like the sculptor. And I uh and yeah, your name will be on this episode uh in the description and I'll I'll tag you when I post it. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much uh for for coming back. We'll have you on again sometime and uh yeah, this is fun. Anyone uh, wants to check out the rest of our stuff, go to cactusrodeo.com slash podcast. Uh, we listen to the rest of uh, below grade level back catalog. We have a ton of episodes to listen to. And listen, so to, uh, listen to our other show, The Sketchy Show, which just dropped a new episode for the first one in like almost a year, which is uh, my bad, but we're getting back into it. And uh, and uh, Becca's show, CD Reads, uh 
which is a good listen for any romance novel enthusiasts. Um, and and sometimes I do comics, but not very often. So just <laughs> <laughs> just go look at all of our stuff. And I'm on the sketchy show as well. That's right. Doing all sorts of stuff, and that's 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 me as well. <laughs> I said I said as well twice. It's perfectly natural. This is how people normally that's how, talk. That's how we talk as, yeah. as well. As well. And to you, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> as well. For hell. Well. Uh, tune in next time to find out what happens with Marvin, Shelley, Harry's death, and the the abusive father. And the rope burns. And the rope burns. Don't forget the rope burns. What happened with the rope burns? And the blisters on his hands and the oil stains. And and triad. And triad. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. You know what the worst part about this is, though? What's that? I actually do want to know what happens. Next. Oh, I'm dying to know. I'm dying to. I like. We do this like once a week, honestly. And each week, it's like the highlight of the week because I'm like, I can't, I can't yeah. fucking wait to find out what happens in these dumb fucking books. All it's right. Just such a commitment. Tune in next time, and uh, we love you. Bye. 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 Below grade level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.